0: It's time for another episode of the Cheat Sheet, the, the, Cheat Sheet. Cheat Sheet. the podcast where we interview top VCE performers and deconstruct the strategies they use to achieve incredible results at school and in life.
1: Hello, everyone. Uh, it's Monique here today, and I am joined by Jesse. Hey, Jesse, how are you going? Hey, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Fantastic. I'm really. Good. We're going to talk about your VCE experience, which I think is one that's uh, quite unique and I think our listeners will get a lot out of it. Uh, So, Jessie uh, completed two unit, three, four subjects in 2014, I believe, and took a bit of time off studying for a little while and is back at it this year, completing her VCE.
0: Tell us sort of where you're at right now, Jess cool well um I am in year 12 this year uh for the second time um I am doing it through distance ed which is basically home school there is a um campus in Thornbury but um yeah I do it through uh correspondence and so I really get to kind of set my hours um I learn through the teachers that they provide at the school and I can contact them at any time but mainly I Um, yeah, teach myself through their coursework and books and um, yeah, kind of set my own thing. Um, So the subjects I'm doing for that are literature 3-4 and um, further mathematics 3-4.
1: Great. And in terms of assessments how how does that work if you're being homeschooled?
0: Yeah, so um, you have to pick a supervisor at the start of the year so for me that was my mum because I'm living at home and uh, she basically is in correspondence with the school too. Uh, they send her the sacks and things like that and um, I guess it's in her own discretion to keep that to herself and not let me access that. Um, and so there are a number of rules and um, things that she uh, makes sure that I follow but I can set my sacks in my pajamas on a Thursday morning if I'd like to and it's mm. great. That's <laughs> certainly handy, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. And have you found uh, what
1: sort of challenges and I guess advantages are there if you're doing studying through distance education?
0: Yeah well like I said before um, I really love the flexibility of it. Uh, It's great for someone who probably prefers to uh, be self-directed and, and, um, motivated in how they learn. Uh, there might be ways that in a mainstream school don't necessarily complement um, the way you learn. Um, whether that be like, uh, you find it hard to sit in a classroom and, um, you need a little bit more of, um, you know, different areas that you study. So I can um, grab my things and go and study with Macca's free Wi-Fi or I can go to the Bowen Library with friends um, who are doing their uni study or their own work. And um, I have the the flexibility to do that, sorry. Um, As well as, I guess, yeah, there are challenges in that uh, you don't have a physical teacher who's keeping you on top of it. It's much more like university, I hear. I haven't been to university yet, but... I know that it's preparing me in the long term uh, very much more for organisation and uh, controlling, I guess, uh, deadlines and the way that I receive information and interpret that to get the results that I want. It's very much more in my control than, um, yeah, I guess external responsibility that you would have in a mainstream school.
1: Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like you've got a lot of sort of independence and you need to be very self-motivated to make sure that you're On task and and things like that. Yeah. Okay. And um, why did you decide to – so we did mention that you had a bit of a break before you came back to studying and finishing year 12 this year. Yeah. Um, Why did you decide to go back and and, um, finish off those two subjects?
0: Yeah, well, um, I guess, I mean, when you're young, sometimes it's really hard to know what you want to do. Uh, especially seeing too far into the future can be really intimidating and daunting uh, if you don't have certain passions at the time. Or um, Yeah, so I, I found during my, when I started VC in year 11, uh, I did two subjects early, like you mentioned. And uh, so I really did feel like the pressure for results and things like that were very, very high. Um, and I, I guess in a way I felt like I was achieving for something that I didn't know was going to help me in any way I didn't have a goal that I was trying to reach with those results I was kind of just blindly moving through with what I was told to do Uh, and so uh, when I kind of was able to step back during um, a break from VCE I kind of was able to develop as a person a lot more to do with um my identity and uh, the things that I really did love and wasn't just taught to love um, over my period of schooling, Um, you know, pursuing relationships that I wanted to pursue and not necessarily who I was forced into a classroom with. Uh, Things like that that you take for granted or you you just kind of blindly miss when you're in school. But as soon as you take a step out, you can kind of, yeah. I found a lot more of my identity when I took a break. So when I came back, I knew that... um, I didn't come back because I had had a break and I needed to go back to school. Uh, It was kind of more I had some new passions that I discovered. Um, I knew that there was something I wanted to do in university uh, to help with my future goals. I, I knew that it's what I wanted and not what somebody else had told me, basically. Yeah, so I knew VCE was a stepping stone to do even more of my bigger goals.
1: And do you have a a vision of what you want to maybe study in the future at university?
0: Yeah, to an extent. Uh, I say that I have bigger goals now only because I have a lot more that I um, have as possibilities. I like I know that I will talk with Steve more about this later, but. Um, having started a videography business um, that came out of passions and I knew that there was a lot that I could do naturally with my passions and abilities Uh, but there were certain things with starting a business and um, with growing a business that I couldn't do just through uh, self-learning and trial and error uh, which is where tertiary would come into play you know studying business or uh, studying film and things like that Uh, but then there's other things that I love um and might want to do in the future with a career in nutrition or, um, in, uh, personal training, things like that, that I don't have a set path. I have, I guess I just am really excited to see, um, what kind of path I want to go down by the end of my VCE. Um, but knowing that I have lots of options, but there are specific options and not just, um, feeling like I had a dead end and had to make a decision. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. No, but, that does make sense. Yeah. So yeah. VC
1: is kind of like that gateway for you opening up the doors to to study those things that you actually are passionate about. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Awesome. And um, one of my questions that I have here is uh, what challenges did you face going from a school, as you mentioned, that was quite... Academically focused yep. uh, and as you said when you were doing your three four subjects in in 2014 it was a lot about the marks and mm-hmm. now you've, you're talking about how homeschooling is very sort of independent and self-motivated what was the transition like between those two contrasting academic lifestyles I guess
0: yeah yeah it was it was hard to be really honest um, like I've always been someone who takes Oh, I found that I was taking work from school and um, I knew what I had to achieve, but I would take it and I would do it in the time that I set it aside to it. And I would um, rather than use the teaching time that I had um, learning from my teachers, I was using my own time uh, to achieve the same results that the kids in class would do. So I already kind of noticed patterns of me doing my own learning um still in that environment which is funny to look back now I noticed it more than I did uh, at the time so um I probably wasn't utilizing my resources there but maybe uh, I think it was more not my kind of style and so um yeah going into self-directed learning you do need to be disciplined and coming from an academic focus and in a sense um i guess you have things spoon fed to you and the information spoon fed to you Uh, so if you were taken out of that context you might not be able to answer any of the same questions if they were reworded things like Mm -hmm. that where you can just kind of spill out a textbook but not uh uh, learn it and understand it for yourself um so yeah it's funny there are a number of things uh, a challenge that's more to do with um i guess on a personal basis is uh when you are in an academic mainstream school you are kind of forced to build relationships in that sense um and have friendships from people in your classes and things like that um and well you're not forced to but you're encouraged to uh when you get out of that and you are homeschooled or uh in an environment where you don't um see other people or you're not uh, put next to other people when you learn uh there are times where you need to prioritize relationships and um pursue that kind of uh social need for interaction and things like that um and so that really develops develops you as a person um uh, in that kind of level there's yeah there's so many tiers to it but academically i think Uh, You can still learn all of the same things. Uh, It comes a lot from an internal drive. And I think some people would struggle uh, to do well academically uh, in self-directed learning if you didn't have an internal drive um, or a really, really strong support system pushing you to get those goals, like having tutors and a family that wants you to succeed. Um, And that can be good and bad. But I mean, with, with homeschooling, there are a lot of other circumstances that kids do it. Uh, and they need space and they need time Um, and you can do it over four years you can do it over 20 years you um, it's a lot more to do with helping you rather than um, you helping a school or being yeah put into that if yeah that helps or makes sense
1: yeah that does make sense so you decided that homeschooling was catered better to your uh, learning style and you've now sort of looking at it retrospectively it makes mm. sense to you that that's why that you had that transition
0: yeah, yeah I
1: was wondering if you could give us a bit of a background maybe on what made you decide to um, to transition from mainstream schooling to uh, self-directed learning and maybe mm. if you could give some of our listeners who might have decided that they had that uh, that mainstream schooling um, style is not for them, mm. what sort of uh, options that they have and what sort of, um, I guess, boxes that they need to check to say if they want to take on that, that challenge that you've taken on?
0: Yeah, cool. Um, well, I guess for me, my experience was um, it, I was brought up in mainstream schools um, with very highly academic focused in high school and I got to year 11 and I had uh, completed two year 12 subjects already towards my ATAR um, and was looking at the um, I think the expected subject I'm kind of trying to recall I think it was was it five or six subjects that you were expected in year 12 12 yeah five subjects is what people do so when it got to the end of year 11 I was thinking about uh, what I could do in year 12. Um, and I had a lot of personal things going on that made getting through year 11 quite difficult. Um, I mean, I was utilizing the services at school um, to get through that year, but I didn't really know what my options were. And I knew that if I got above 40 in both my subjects, I could do four subjects rather than five. And to me, that felt like a very big, kind of weighted off lifted shoulders. on my shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Um, And I didn't get those results. And so I kind of was taken aback and not realizing um, that there were options out there. I kind of freaked out. And so uh, I I kind of I spoke with my parents and I had a really good support system with them. I know there are people who maybe don't have uh, the communication with their parents that might find that very difficult. But talking to someone who is outside of the school environment who can give you kind of, um, yeah, a bit more insight into the possibilities that you have uh, the biggest thing I learned was that VC isn't the be all and end all and most importantly it's not who I am as a person and a number can't define who I am and so I guess I'd been brought up kind of uh, thinking that that was my end goal and after that if I couldn't achieve that that was just out of the question because that has was all I had worked for and I didn't see beyond that and so um I I did have discussions with the school and they allowed me to do um they agreed that it would be wise to do no more than four subjects uh but as I started the year it already began um to be too overwhelming and um I had to pull back from that uh which meant then looking at my options of homeschooling with D C V. um or I could go to RMIT TAFE in a more lecture kind of environment where I'd still have contact hours, but I would do all of my uh, assignments and um, basically all the other learning um, and homework outside of that, but I would be lectured all the material rather than interactive classes. Um, And then there were um, big classes like at the CAE where they would clump all of your learning. It would still be in a classroom environment but it would be all in your week's worth in one block. So you would have, I think it's four hours altogether in one session per week. Uh, And so we looked at that with the careers counsellor and she had quite a lot of, she had some great advice and knew a lot about what she was talking about. Uh, And I felt like she kind of gave a less biased view of what my options were rather than an academic pointed thing. And so I decided to do uh two subjects through DECV and do uh studio arts with the CAE so that I was still um seeing some people uh in my week I wasn't completely pulling back and um and that I yeah I was doing art in like the ideal sort of situation where Mm -hmm. I had four hours to just roam free and do my studio arts
1: and all the resources and everything yeah exactly
0: um and so at the time, that was fantastic. And uh, I did that for probably four months. Uh, I made some great friends straight away. It was uh, yeah a real blessing to do that. Uh, But as things progressed, um, most of my struggles were to do with mental health. Um, I fell into a really bad depression and PTSD. And so I kind of that all started to come up as I spent more time trying to push through schooling but with the academic focus and pressure taken off I was kind of able to see that I didn't really feel I had any identity and um, Mm. I was kind of lost amongst that as well as my depression and um, anxiety and things on top of that that just kind of tore that all down Um, so I had a lot of soul-searching to do I guess Um, so when it got very very bad um, I did pull out of school because, um, not ideally, but because I was seeing a psychiatrist at the time, uh, who thought basically that, um, rather than be hospitalized at the time that, um, I should take a holiday at home approach, um, and basically pull back from everything. And, um, my parents were thankfully very, very happy to help me do that. Um, because I did not want to go into hospital I felt like that would be the end of the world and it's not again but uh, it worked for me and um, yeah during that time it was really really hard and I saw all of my friends graduate and um, go to their formals and do everything that I wanted to be doing and um, yeah and I kind of I just didn't know what to do at the time but thankfully enough, um, things started to change very, very quickly. Um, I didn't know that that was going to happen. But within the end of the year, I guess I had already started to um, do a lot more with my time. I wasn't just in bed and I wasn't just uh, sitting there uh, crying and waiting for something to change. Um, I started to do things that I loved. Um, I started to figure out, what things I wanted to do with my spare time, because when you're sitting there, you kind of aren't forced to do anything. You can kind of have a fiddle with whatever you want to do and, and realize what you actually love. And so um, I started to make videos and uh, fiddle around with my camera. And um, yeah, and I started a wedding video business that um, was still a baby at the time, but it was an idea and it gave me something to do. and. Yeah. Um, as things progressed, um, I also started to, um, yeah, get back to the things that I wanted to be doing. And so it's hard to recall at the moment. Um, it's still all a bit fresh. And so I don't know the exact things of when things changed. Um, yeah. Well, Cause I was
1: going to ask you that question. If there was a moment yeah. or like something that someone said yeah. that made you sort of have that turnaround and, t- and, and, yeah follow that passion of yours and
0: yeah I wish that there was at the moment I don't think I can recall yeah but um I just remember it being a much quicker recovery than I thought um and I had a really good um group of friends uh, that were in my life that uh, kept me going um and that support system was really important in my recovery um but like I said yeah I think identity had a lot to do with it and so As I started to discover what I wanted to be doing um, and who I was as a person, um, I started to realize where I wanted to be. And it wasn't just looking into the past, which was a lot to do with my mental health, um, was looking back at what I should have done and could have done and wished I was doing. Um, It was looking to the future and actually starting to have goals and hopes and dreams and things that... Um, you know six months ago I wouldn't have had um, and as I started to notice my mental changes um, I started to fall in love with health and fitness which started to then have a really positive effect on all sorts of things um, and things like that just began and I decided that I wanted to head back to school and finish what I started um, not for anybody else but for me and that was a really important thing Um Yeah, just doing something that I wanted to be doing um, and knew that it would help me. So I started to have, um, I was looking into degrees that I wanted to do. Um, Yeah, I wasn't too sure when I started, I just knew that it was what I wanted to do and that it would lead me into good things. Um, And so, yeah, I, I decided to do it. I started with three subjects and I knew that only two was what I needed. Uh, to get an ATAR and that's all I wanted and mum said to start with small goals and so we said what do you want to do and I said I want to prioritise my health and I want to prioritise finishing my VCE and so throughout this year it's still had its struggles but um, I've become a lot more in control with um, yeah keeping my depression at bay I do think that I've recovered completely um, from where I was um, it Yeah, I could talk about mental health in a totally different thing, but yeah. um, mainly that I am, I'm much more on top of it than it being on top of me. And so I think it's given me a lot more insight into, um, yeah, viewing the world and viewing challenges. Um, and I, yeah, I guess I'm much more of a determined person than I was before. Um, but it's great. It's shaped me as a person. And so now the goals that I have are achievable ones. They're not completely blown out of the water. They're just, you know, things that I had for each day. And um, that's something that the fitness community gave me as well was, um, yeah, support, but also uh, achievable goals that I was doing and I was smashing them and um the endorphins are amazing too (laughs) but (laughs) like yeah Mm -hmm. exactly but um all of those things sort of contributed to now the person that I entered VCE as um this year and to complete was I knew what I could handle and um and I uh, each day when a decision comes up or a challenge comes up I have to go well is it prioritizing my health is it prioritizing my VCE um, and if it's not, then it can give it a miss. And mm-hmm. so far, so good. It was a bit of a long story, but yeah, no, that's it's my main a, thing. It's such a, a great story to hear, though, because it's such
1: an inspiring one, I think. And it's nice to hear it in its entirety. And I think <laughs> that I'm sure that there are a lot of listeners out there that are pro- quite potentially in some of the situations that you've been through. And to hear that story, I'm sure, is very... Very reassuring.
0: Mm.
1: I think, from what you said, that it sounds like it's very important to have a strong support system around mm. you. In if you're in a similar situation, yeah, and and also seek out though that advice and those answers from people like careers counselors and and parents and people who are mm. who are close to them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think um, the main thing if anybody feels like they might be going through um, similar things my biggest thing though would be like it's great to talk to someone and first of all to kind of if you think that that could even be a possibility to chat and 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 find out if that's um, a path that might be coming up Um, but my main thing would be then to figure out what you need Um, it can be great people telling you what they think is um, important but uh, for a while I knew what I needed to be doing but at the time I don't think it was what um, my body and my mind needed Um, and so the more I now know to listen to myself sometimes is a really important thing so that would be yeah my main tip is just like actually listen to the small voice inside of you that's telling you that you need a break or you need to um, yeah stop listening to what everybody else is telling you and just kind of sit with yourself and figure out Explore. Who you are and and listen to that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah
1: explore the other
0: options because there are more options there out are there heaps than just of the
1: classical. And I went. I school. mean, I went
0: back to VCE, but like there are there's like VCal, which doesn't even give you a mark, which is fantastic too, and that works for people that maybe want a more hands-on kind of thing and a less stressful environment, but still wants to be achieving and in a community. Um, and then, I mean. If, if I kept going down the small business sort of thing, um, I know that if I went down that path, things would still be achievable and I would still be in a great place. It doesn't mean there's a right or wrong or anything like that. It's just um, feeling like where you want to be. That's, yeah, there are so many options. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Jesse. And speaking of that uh, small business and following your passions, um, you, do, you did mention that you have a business that you have started up yourself since yes. since leaving school and since the end of last year was
0: it that you started
1: this one? Yeah, like? end of last year. Yeah. So tune in in two weeks' time to hear Steve have a chat to Jessie about how she's running a business while completing VCE. Thank you, Jessie.
0: Like this episode? Head to thecheatsheet.net.au for show notes, real life cheat sheets, and links to our social media pages. Thanks for listening.